Hello, this is Andre and Anita. We talk about parenting, love and life skills. Our family of six makes sure we always have something to share. Hello, Andre. Hello, Anita. I know it's been a longer time, This time since we have published the last episode on 18 Parenting Podcast. That's right. Which I know. And you might be really angry with me tomorrow. Okay. No, you already are. <laughs> I am. No, aren't I'm, you? I'm, I'm not. I'm, um, that's because of you put me through some exercises, which means physical education, uh, which is always painful. PE. <laughs> PE that's right. Um, thank you for that. And um, of course, I'm going to suffer tomorrow, but that's just me being a, a guy, I guess. Wasn't that much? Was it? I mean, <laughs> no, it wasn't. It, it was much, just. But, I think it was but, just like a shock for your muscles because uh, they exactly, haven't been challenged. Exactly. In that way. So this is just how much am I out of shape? That much, you <laughs> oh know. My God. So, okay, I'm, I'm really wondering, uh, but you're gonna have to talk a little bit lower, like not not as loud. Mm -hmm. is, is it okay? Okay, I don't know. There might have been an interruption in our recording. <laughs> and I don't know why. Like, that's this just happens how to professional me. we are. Oh, yeah, I know. But this is what happened to me mm. several times before as well, when I recorded by myself. Mm. And I didn't touch anything, really. It I suddenly really didn't. just stopped. And it just stops in the middle. And like, it doesn't stop like after a really long time, but like somewhere in the beginning. And therefore, well, you're going to have to watch it. There are always IT problems to solve, I guess. Well, the technique is making sure you still have a job. That's right. So that's right. Kind of because it would just work out of the box, and you know, that's something that I'd like to see. But we were talking about your mother retirement and being, you know, getting pretty old. old. Yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> and us being old as well. Mm -hmm. Because my sister, she asked me today, what my like, what's the age of my mom, and she wasn't sure. She really had to think about it really hard. Mm -hmm. And I told her and she was like, yeah, that's what I thought. And I felt it was so old. Mm -hmm. And therefore it was okay. Well, never mind. This is not what we're going to talk to talk about no, today. Because we talk about the kids, right? The new next generation. Do you remember the topic we were talking about last time? Do you remember the time? Which is a way of stalling time. Mm-hmm. We've been talking about um, the two biggest things that kids should learn in school, mm -hmm. which they currently don't, kind of. Oh, troubleshooting know? and uh, uh, what was the other how to one? Be how, how to be a leader. leader. Yes. That's right. But we've been only talking about the leader part. We haven't been talking about the problem-solving part yet. Oh, I like that part. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Whoa, I don't know look if, at me. if this graph which I can link down below as well, is going to help because it, it contains certain things that are only available if you buy that package from Big Life Journal. Mm -hmm. So Big Life Journal, if you want to pay us something for, um, you know, advertising your program, please do so. But we cannot, <laughs> we cannot really properly... We endorse you nevertheless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we cannot even recommend it or like disrecommend it or like it's the opposite of recommending... We, Talking it down. 
advice against it because giving it one star <laughs> something like that because we don't have like all the details but i thought this might be of help a little bit because it groups your problem solving skills by age mm -hmm. and this is how you can teach your kids by age group okay yes and i think you could start with the littlest ones for three to five year old and think about so how to teach problem solving skills to three to five-year-olds. Well, the first one is use emotion coaching. Step one, name and validate emotions. That's not a bad thing. Uh, step two, let them process emotions, if they can. Step three, problem solving. Oh, okay. And here's an example. Say, show me the hard part. Pro Problem solve with storybooks. Use dialogue reading technique. Problem solve with creative play. Okay, now these weren't examples in a sense, I think. Uh, it was just example as, as of how you can teach it to your small kid. And this is weird because we don't have an example here. Um, let's say, I don't I, know. I don't, I don't get it, to be honest. Say, show me the hard part. Show me the hard part. Maybe this is trying to show your kid what is difficult about the complaint that he or she is um, bringing up. So, so it's like asking what is what is what is really difficult to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's your question? Like, kind of identify the problem in a sense. I was just thinking about like how is it with, let's say your kid comes. Kid comes home and she's not being invited to a certain birthday party. <gasps> that reminds me of something. Um, you have to remind me later. Of a birthday party. Yeah, apparently uh, um, our daughter got an invitation and she hasn't picked it up. And therefore, we still have to pick up the invitation to find out when she's invited. Okay, and where sure. To. So please remind me, okay? I try. So um, <laughs> imagine your kid has not been invited. She's crying about it. This might be kind of a problem, right? Mm -hmm. For three to five-year-olds. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's kind of a problem for three to five-year-olds, isn't it? Being invited to a birthday party? Being not invited. I don't think so. Or somebody quitting their or, friendship. Or our kids. No, not really. Yes, well, our kids mostly have been invited, but... No, no, I mean, they've been invited, but it's not like they missed it. I mean, they're only starting yeah, to one get of invited our daughters, yes. at, at five years of age or yes. six years. Oh, no. uh, okay, then a different problem. It doesn't matter. But this is a problem of kids that age. I think so. Because I remember um, our other daughter, like our older daughter, having had the problem of wanting to have a play date with a certain friend mm. and she would not respond or say that she would have the play date and then not show up. Stuff like that. That was later on, like no. six, seven. No, no, she was five. She was five. It was still kindergarten age. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. Okay. Are you sure? Yes, I am. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, well, that's an insider joke, so you cannot bring it up, you know? Okay, okay. Okay, um, and then you can ask her what's the hard part. Well, mm. kind of hurt. Or is it a difficult problem? That's the other part. I, I don't know be... how to 
Okay, then you come up with a better problem, <laughs> with a better difficult problem for three to five year olds. It's like, why can't I have candy all the time? That's a difficult problem. <laughs> I, I, I think, Which they have to solve. No, no, this, they can't solve it really, no. Uh, no, but, but like what we experienced, what were their issues? No, uh, let's not talk about our kids. I mean, our kids, <laughs> they, they just had let's to talk about some random you know, We would just tell them, you know, this is how it works. in the neighborhood and uh, <laughs> fits perfectly in that See, category. no, there is some more eloquent kids who are starting to talk way earlier. Mm. And, you know, I remember our neighbor kid. Mm -hmm. And she would be somebody who would try to argue her way through to get what she wants. Yep. And this is something where I think um, if you have a kid like that, you can actually ask that kid to come up with at least five good reasons as to why she wants to have something. Mm. Or to find different strategies of solving the problem that she wants to, like when she comes up with a problem that she wants her parents to solve yeah. for her, You can ask the kid to come up with certain a certain amount of solutions that might work. I agree. And where she might still need some help, you know, but that they have to come up with some ideas. Mm. So, I don't know, for our kids... I don't know. I mean, let's, so let's look at the issues here. Emotion or the, the solutions. Emotion coaching. Let them process emotions. Name and validate emotions. Um, that's something that, I, I mean, I, I understand step one, you know, what is it that you really, what, what you're really feeling? Yeah. You're not that big in Germany on emotions, though, for kids, at least not in our family, are we? That we like stop and consider no. your emotions right now. How do you feel? I know if a kid is crying, <laughs> this is like, a, well, I'm, I'm, I'm angry or I'm, I'm. <laughs> I'm sad. No, really. You are sad. I couldn't tell. It's like, duh. Um, <laughs> no, but and let them process emotions. Process is, them. Yeah, process. Sorry. Yeah, let them cry. <laughs> Or yeah, let what, what them does be that mean? It's like, are you crying right? Which stage of crying are you in? Can okay, you please describe second. your emotions right now? Well, I'm sad. No, describe it as a process. What? No, um, I think what they mean is don't just try to solve the problem for the kid immediately or give the kid some candy or try to distract the kid from their bad emotions, but rather let them experience their emotion. Which spells let them, let them cry. cry. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's what I think what it means. Just, you know, say that. It, it, well, it, it has to sound uh, more uh, um, pedagogish, um, more... Parenting guide <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> And then you have to say, let them process emotions. Okay. And then the, the problem solving. Actually, see what... This reminds me of this one parenting advice I come up with all the time. I, I've told this like several, several times from this woman who said something like when you have a kid and he or she is disturbed or crying or upset or whatever, um, you first say, oh, you, you first say three things that validate their emotion. Like, I know you're sad. Your friend doesn't play with you. Mm. And if I was 
in your place, I would be sad too. Mm -hmm. And then you say a third thing that this kid has to say yes to. Mm -hmm. And then only when the kid is finished with crying or being upset or whatever, and it's mm -hmm. kind of like calmed down, then you can start talking about possible solutions. Mm -hmm. And you try getting your kid coming up with their solution advice, like, that they would come up with some ideas. They okay. don't like I, I get that. So let them process emotions, basically spells, let them, you know, cry until they're done. Yeah, but you're three also, to five years old again. Yeah, I know. I mean, that just depends on, on temperament, I think. Of course, of course, it's kid dependent. So. And, and the third step, which is pretty funny, because it's how to teach problem solving skills. Uh, the third step is problem solving. Yeah, I know. Okay, this is kind of stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's where the snake bites its own tail. Um, and then we're using storybooks of creative play. You know, this is something. Um, I think we even did once because we were in that phase when our oldest was quite young mm. and we have visited this one therapy guy. Like, like he's a pastor, but he also has some therapeutic mm -hmm. uh, degree degrees or something. <laughs> and then he, he gave us some advice and like he even did this thing with those little um, figurines and you had to imagine this is the mom, Legal this figures. is the dad mm. and whatever. So, Uh, we tried doing this with some, I think, gorillas or something. We had these Schleichtiere, mm -hmm. like those little toys. Mm, plastic animals. Mm. And then we tried replaying certain things, like how he would treat his brother or something. Or what would this gorilla think? We if, did try that. Yes, we did. But My guess it would never work with him. It didn't. <laughs> we tried, you know. <laughs> that was creative play for us. Okay. Yeah, and we tried to... No, wait a second. We even did that with our second one, too. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I think it probably was not with monkeys, but something else. And he would get that certain things are unfair. Like in that play, you know? Mm -hmm. There was some... I don't know what scene we played. It was something about sibling rivalry. Mm -hmm. And during the play, he would totally get that it was unfair that how the one figurine treated the other one. Mm -hmm. But if we told him, like, this is a little bit like real life where you also treated your brother like this, it was something like that. Yeah. And he totally, he was like, no. No, I'm not My like situation that. was no, totally it's different. really different, of course. And that's not fair. If, if I don't get what I want, that's just not fair. Just and if I get fair. more than somebody else in this household, then that's fair because it's it's for me, you know? <laughs> this is not funny. It's really not funny. I shouldn't <laughs> lie. It's, I mean... This is I just mean, how it have, is, yeah. I, sometimes I think we have tried so many different approaches. strategies, approaches mm -hmm. and stuff. And at some point... This is why we should not do a parenting podcast, you know, because we don't come up with the really good solutions, you know, it's just a trial and error thing. And well, sometimes it works with certain kids, mm -hmm. but then with the other ones, it doesn't no, at all. Mocking helps. 
Okay, that's that's uh, okay. So somebody's gonna okay, tell no, us like no, no, to no, stop no, it. No, no, here it comes because since um, he's gotten older now, and uh, we do this, you know, we play. You mean playful games. mocking? Yeah, playful mocking, not in a, in a mean sense, you know. Yeah. But but he knows about his flaws and his black and white, you know, perspective that he usually gets. Yes. And so if you put it in mockingly, he can laugh about himself and say, "Yeah, that's me." Oh yeah, in a way. So there's some. So we made some ground there. Some progress. Some progress. That's nice. Yeah, because you know, intro self awareness and then how you work as a human being and with your own mind and everything. That's really important, and not to be too serious about yourself. Um, that's one thing that we'd like to teach uh, our kids as well. Okay. Yeah. See, I'm gonna read the five to seven year old thing mm -hmm. because. It kind of sounds a little bit like the, the previous one. Teach the problem-solving steps. So step one. I'm always imagining coming to your kid with like a big blackboard and saying, Step one. What am I feeling? Mm -hmm. Okay. What am I feeling? Well, I'm kind sad. Of upset or whatever. Yeah, I'm sad. Okay. Step two. What's the problem? You're the kid. You have to come up with a problem my, my, my brother stole my candy. Step three. What are solutions? Punish him. Hit him. Bite him. <laughs> to take it back. He already <laughs> ate it. Buy me a new one. Okay. <laughs> This is real life. You know? oh, yes. I'm not even kidding. I know. <laughs> What other solutions might there be? Uh, better protect your candy. Okay. But it's gone now. Yeah, now it's gone. So now? Suck it up. <laughs> 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 you were not strong okay. enough. <laughs> you, you know your solutions, like the options that you put up. Mm -hmm. Step four: What could happen if you hit him? Well, you probably would hit back, and you would be even more sad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what would happen if you punish him by biting or something? The same thing. Uh, what would happen if? What else was there? Uh, steal candy back. Okay. Cry real loud, make a racket, scream at him, tell him. Well, this is something that could work. Tell him that a ruckus. You, yeah, make a ruckus. Tell him that you're really, really, really sad that he took your candy. And then cry in front of him. Then cry in front of him. <laughs> What would happen if he did that? That would be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> What would actually happen? I don't know. I don't know. Because they usually come running to us. Okay, the next step is which one will I try? Huh. Which one of these all all of these wonderful uh, options? I would I would phrase it in which order should I try those <laughs> suggestions? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and uh, my suggestion would be you cry in front of him <laughs> loud and a lot until he noticed he did something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> And don't, don't bother us. <laughs> no. Can we make a video at least? <laughs> Should be in there. We are really mean parents, you oh, know. Oh yeah, we could. So, okay, but the next one is really hilarious. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> With craft materials. Okay, let me rephrase okay. that. Problem solved with craft materials. Yeah, with craft. What in so, the world? Okay. You, I don't know, you, you craft somebody crying. You craft uh, 
the missing candy? I don't know. What would you do then? Maybe, maybe, my, maybe my problem is too far-fetched yes. and it just works for... You're going to have to come up with something more complicated. <laughs> I mean, actually, the topic should be how to solve difficult problems. And these are not really difficult. Are they difficult problems? For I five think... to seven years old, yes, they are difficult problems. <laughs> okay. Not that it happened in our family, mind you. Because yeah, but stealing still, was never really an issue. Whatever problem I might come up with, I'm kind of hard... It's kind of hard. like having to solve the the problem with craft material is like a problem in itself. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's how it sounds to me. You sit down and you do crafting material. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. No. Yes. You will do that. You will solve that problem. I, I don't know. The craft. That's. Kind of weird. It, and, and now, somebody has to write to us. Yeah. Like if you ever did like craft material how do you problem do solving. That? Five to seven years old, mind you. And, mm -hmm. and you tell us how you did solve crafting stuff with your kid. Any problem at all. How that helped with yeah, solving. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the next one is um, uh, a general HR thingy that you do in, in leadership positions as well. Ask open-ended questions. How could we work together to solve this? What do you think will happen next? Consequences? Well, that's a good... I, I like that one. Well, open-ended questions, that's great at any age. That's, yeah, that, yeah, that works universally. Mm. That's, that's right. I do like that one. What do you think will happen next? Um, That is really difficult. Even for many grown-ups, like there, I know. Yeah, by I now know, I, I know, know so many people. They they would, do not. Know where I'm like, why? If I do that, that so the clear. consequence will be this. You know, yeah. it's like like after A follows B. Not that difficult, but a lot of people do have to um, think real hard about that question. You know, They're living too much in the moment. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Living in the now. Okay. <laughs> you can do that too, you know, a certain degree and, and do quite well. There in is everything, a time and a place, you know. But um, your actions will have consequences. And, you know, if you don't think about what you do, if you just live in the now. Let me just give you a concrete later, example. You might be surprised. This happens so many times when mm -hmm. people write emails or messages. Mm -hmm. And then they just send it without thinking about the possible consequences of sending that. Mm -hmm. And as to how it might be understood by the other person. Where, like, so many times I'm really, really not surprised as how the reaction comes up. Well, sometimes I am. Because people are just weird. And <laughs> But this is a question that I ask our oldest a lot, you know. Mm -hmm. What do you think will happen if you react that way? Yeah. Do you think you, you know, there's oftentimes that he'd like to, to play or do certain things in the game, you know, with his brother. And he, he has a talent for phrasing it in that way that drives It's his annoying. brother away. It's offending, yeah. You know, it's like by annoying your brother... He will give in and say, well, now, okay, I'm ready to do it. Mm -hmm. And that logic just doesn't follow through. And I keep reminding him, you know, you can approach him. And if you say you really want something and you would appreciate and you would love to have him, I don't know, go to the dungeon or whatever, you know, um, that this will be uh, re rewarded, I guess. Mm -hmm. 
And I keep reminding him and he is um, slowly learning, trying, not always succeeding. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but that's a big learning step. And that's the question. What do you think will happen next if you just annoy your brother? Well, many, many times it's just going by trial and error, I think. <laughs> but But there have been times where he actually has already thought about certain things that he already knows I'm not going to go into the room because he's doing his homework or whatever mm -hmm. and he already knows about his agitated state at that doing time you know mm -hmm. and therefore he just avoids him at that time this is some progress I'd say yeah that's progress oh, yeah. but but uh, the, the what will what do you think will happen next is this really important question and um, kids I don't know five to seven years old if they get it if they do then well more power to you I guess then you've got a bright kid um, this is something that uh, up to the age of 14 is still very relevant yeah. um, as well as for adults. Okay, and the next one you can read. Yeah, seven to nine years old. Here is break down problems into chunks. Brainstorm together, ask open-ended questions again and listen as a parent. That's not bad advice. And the next bullet point is show... Yeah, don't, yeah this we don't have, so... Show the broken escalator video and have a discussion. That's something that the book, I guess, mentioned. Yeah, I guess so. Broken escalator. By the way, my niece, mm -hmm. she was in a broken escalator with her friend. No. Yes. Okay. And I think she must have been like seven years old, just about that age. Mm -hmm. And that's when my, my, my father was uh, there. It was during holidays or something, in, like in a hotel. Mm -hmm. And she was there with a friend. And then it didn't move. And she actually started praying. Mm -hmm. And then it started moving again. So it was okay. interesting. That's you nice. know, that's like one way of how to solve problems. <laughs> if it works, I mean, that's mm -hmm. great. Um, yeah, but kids can also learn how to do other things as to solve this very problem. I think, um, you know, our kids are pretty... <laughs> you know, secure and they don't shelter. Mm. They, they don't have that many problems to solve. Not really. Maybe school <laughs> problems. That's basically what it comes down to, right? Can you just avoid them altogether? <laughs> I mean, that's another way of Problem approaching it. avoidance training. <laughs> that would be a nice one, right? Yeah, that would be a nice one. If you don't have problems, then you don't need to solve them. I mean, yeah, that's, there's wisdom in that, that honey. Good one. But then breaking down problems into chunks and yeah. brainstorm together. Seven to nine years old. I mean, I our kids are so out of there that this would never apply. See, wait, please, can you try talking about <laughs> other kids? You know? Maybe, that, does, it, does that work for other kids? It Maybe does. yes. I don't know. Or it did, like, imagine us being in a time capsule. No, like in a time machine being transported back like 50 years. There might be kids having to solve real problems. Okay, maybe. You know? They, they might have actually made like those, um, what do you call them, like in a tree, a tree house? Yeah. By themselves? That's kind, kind of a big bunch of problem solving Probably. skills that you can Probably. solve there. Break down problems into chunks. I mean, I agree with the idea and the general approach. Also, brainstorm together. Sounds good. Um, but do we have layered problems? Do we really have that? But we could use that approach. I mean, in day-to-day -day 
you know, family business, I, I find it hard to find um, um, an but There example. would be, I mean, if, uh, like the last time I kind of had one like that was when I had um, a bicycle problem when something was had to be fixed. Mm. And then I watched a video with uh, my, my son, like our son, several times. And then we had to figure out what kind of tools do we need and what do, you ha do we have to start first? Because the one video showed like a different bike and then we had to figure it out as to how to do it. It was, a, there were certain layers, but yeah, it was still not that complicated problem, you know? Mm. So I don't know. It, this is something where we kind of have to collect examples, I think, because otherwise it's hard to talk about it, I think. Yeah, but but I agree with you as well that we just don't have that many big problems and issues in our family since we're so very well sheltered <laughs> in a way, you know. It's hard to find examples to, for, for stuff that really matters. Maybe. No, and, maybe and also we are solving too many problems for them, you know. That is even wrong, like yeah. if even when our son he had to like they did this excursion with school. And he had to drive some somewhere totally different than his school, like a whole new address. Mm. And we never tell him, you know, here's a map, figure it out. But that's what we did. Not that much. Like, I looked at a map with him. Okay. And I told him how a map works, you mm. know, mm. and how he would have to drive and what he would have to think about. Like, mm. where is the... Um, intersection where he really has to pay attention to and stuff yeah. but this is not where i said something like here it is figure it out by yourself no we figured it out together again seven to nine years old no nine to eleven oh no uh, no, no seven no, to nine seven. <laughs> yes oh so um our son's a bit older than that and yeah but you have to think like our kids a little bit behind you think so yeah <laughs> <laughs> See, we shouldn't do a podcast like oh, this. We should, we should, we definitely should because you know we, <laughs> we love our kids, and if they are slow, they're slow. So there's that. Which they are not in all areas of life. No, they are not. And, and some they are. Yeah, and some. So are. seven to nine years old. That leaves basically all girls. Um, don't know if you have any problems that we can turn on to try. I, you oh, know, no, wait, I, I'd wait. like to take those ex, uh, or examples or suggestions and you know fill it with meat in, in a way you know stick meat to the bone which means uh, finding an example of uh, where we did that and it worked and I'm coming up short but actually she has to solve the problem of how to organize her birthday okay see Find out what kind of people, like what kids does she want to invite? Mm -hmm. uh, where does she want to celebrate? What mm -hmm. kind of topic, like what um, theme does she want to play with? What kind of decoration? Um, how long? What kind of food? Okay, that's something that yes. she's actually actively working on? Yeah, she wants to do that even. Okay, that's yeah. good. Then that's a good example. We could bring and and that has to be done in chunks because that's, that's kind of yeah, a bigger project. It's not project, really you know? a problem. It's more. Uh, yeah, it's a project. A project, yeah. Oh well. we'll but see. aren't projects in a sense a problem as well? Maybe, maybe, maybe. So. Depends on the definition. Mm. Okay, to nine to eleven years, use creative problem solving with prompts, like create a jump ramp for cars, design your own game with rules. 
What? It's like, okay, this is exactly the birthday example, I'd say. Mm. You know, it's not like a problem. It's more like a project. If you tell them to do a ramp or to create a game with rules, but on their own, that's like a project, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, definitely could be. And this is something we did several times as well. Mm. Um, yeah. So maybe the previous one we kind of did as well, and it was not as complicated as we might have understood it. Yeah. You know? Okay, and the next one you can read. Make them work. Make them work for it. Ask how they can earn the money to get what they want. Now, we've got that down because um, we do have our um, lovely point system they do work for um, computer game time or pocket money whatever they choose and uh, this is one of the things they can do they always ask you know what else can i do and again this is a problem for them and we already gave them a list and they know what they can do sometimes they're just too lazy and you know we have to send them somewhere to do whatever you know gives them yeah to to go buy something or to get away but they do have to work for it yes Mm -hmm. He, uh, like our oldest th- did the dishes today. Okay, just to bit. get some points. Yeah, yeah. It, it's little things that you can come up with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not too complicated problems, right? No. Next okay. bullet point is encourage them to put it on paper. Um, problem solving graphic organizers. Hmm. I I just told you the only thing that our oldest just had to do was was to write down when he has to write certain tests hmm. uh, for school make mind maps uh, yeah and mm-hmm. mind maps we have started doing that as well but that mm-hmm. was more for school i'd say mm-hmm. like for like when they had um a presentation or something like mm-hmm. that for problem solving i don't know yet could do i mean you could try yeah depending but the problem are usually interaction problems and meaning uh they have to um, how to deal with my brother, how to deal with my sister, yeah. um, how to not annoy them. Those Can are the I problems just mention, that... Like uh, our family gatherings mm-hmm. that we have each week. This mm-hmm. is something where we're actually doing some problem solving. Mm-hmm. And also, even the way we ask them to phrase things. Mm-hmm. They're not allowed to just complain about their siblings, but instead they're, they have to start making wishes. Mm-hmm. I... I wish you would blah, blah, blah. Like mm-hmm. they're not allowed to just say, my brother is annoying me by blah, 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 doing something like that. But you, you So they have mm-hmm. to rephrase it. Mm-hmm. And even by rephrasing, they already have to start thinking about how to... What, what yeah. does the end result look like? I mean, this is what we aim for. It usually or it often drifts uh, into the area of, um, I wish you wouldn't. Yeah, and then do yeah. the behavior. <laughs> and I say, you know, what is the outcome that you did really like to see? Yes, you know, to to frame it positively. And this is quite difficult for them already. Well, actually, it is. I think that might be difficult for some grown-ups too. Definitely, yeah. In my experience, yeah, to wait, 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 everything is bad yeah. and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay, then twelve years and up. Play chess together. Okay. Players use critical thinking, creative creativity, analysis of the board, and analysis, more, analysis of the board, sorry, yeah. and uh, of the board and more. 
Well, our son, our oldest, he did play chess for he a while. He used to play it, yes. Yeah, and then something else happened and he didn't anymore. What was it? I, computer school. games, video games, video games, video and games. And school. And so, oh, yes. It started I when think, he had to study so much. Yeah, I think it was... Yeah. The main reason was to start because of school. It was right at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It wasn't computer games because he didn't play during the week. That's true. Yeah. So that was school. Um, school is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> school, school gets in the way of uh, learning everything. how to problem solve. Yeah, because he had studied real hard and there was just no more time for sports and activities. Um, yeah, so chess, I, I, I go ahead and say well, computer games as well help with... Um, problem solving because you always have oh, yeah. issues um, that you need to solve you know how do i get enough food for my dinosaurs <laughs> how how do i tame this one how do i tame that one how to get resources that i need what do i have to do do i have to grind more and the likes and uh, this is, and, an issue and this is how we keep finding out like how you can still praise yourself and <laughs> as to how you're Great father by playing yeah, video games exactly. with your kids. It's all because of the educational values. Yeah, of course. Of course. And it's not because I'm having tons of fun with them. No, well. no, no, of course no. not. Far be it from me. <laughs> okay, the next one is for you as well. Okay. Have them learn to code. Well, that's a very modern thing to say, to, to program. It promotes creative creativity, logic, planning, and persistence. Well, we did that with our second, and he... He kind of did program small things already. There's um, a pretty good website where you can have like like for kids, yeah. programming for kids, where you can put together different scenes. It's a bit like PowerPoint presentation with stuff and interactive. There you can click on it and something happens. Um, but it does have pro programming logic with loops yeah. and, and, you know, do this while this happens and so on. And... Um, I did show them and they did some creativity projects with that already. Our oldest, not so much. Um, it's maybe not so much for him. I don't know. <laughs> but um, you cannot but force no, it upon him. I know but I why it works with our mm. second, why it doesn't with our first. Mm. Our second, he has the endurance. Like he can stay with one thing, a thing for a really long time. Mm. And this is something like the last one where he did like even he did some voice recording thing mm -hmm. and there were many elements in there in his presentation and he it, I think it took him like 12 hours or something like that to put it all like together, in, in yeah. several chunks and he did mm. it like all together and this is something that our oldest he would not have no the, like, the patience he, for no yeah mm. so this is something that you actually need for in order to do this yeah definitely but I think it's a good thing um, to to teach them to code who have our IT knowledge yeah but, definitely yeah so the next one is encourage to start a meaningful project. Hmm, we don't have that, do we? Uh, our pastor just did that with his kids, right? <laughs> like they had this project. Where hmm. They went on a mission trip as a family hmm. and some other people. And be before they actually asked, um, they, they created this box and uh, some writing where they even had to write down hmm. that they wish for people to give uh, certain little presents for kids they wanted to distribute them in the country that they went to mm. and hand it out in a school mm. to many several children like 
poor children. That's what mm. they said. And that's what that was their project. Oh, good. And it was a pretty meaningful project, I'd say. Yeah, so, definitely. And it took hold, right? Because the school yeah. that received the gifts... It was very successful. Um, they they yeah. were really happy about them. And it was basically notes and, and pens and pencils. Yeah. Um, and they thought about how could we, since we are, we had, do have some more stuff than other villages around yes. us, how yes. can we support other kids in other schools yes. in our country? And I was impressed by that. It's awesome. Because it was not a gift from adults to kids or to, to adults, pupils. Yeah. Um, it, it, it was a gift from, from kids to kids. You yeah. Know? So it's it has pretty a, cool. had a different quality. Yeah. Okay. And the next one is apply the sodas method, which we're going to talk about now. Mm -hmm. This method can be used for big or small groups. Oh. And I think like the, the, the down part, like the last point we don't really even have to talk about, but the sodas no, method. Is, I never heard the sodas method. Is okay. I think the first part is S for situation. Mm. What is the situation? Identify the problem. Mm. Yeah. Mm. O for options. What different kind of solving methods could you can up can you come up with? Which has been in which we have been talking about before. Mm. We talked about this before. Then what are the disadvantages mm. and the advantages? Like for D and A, disadvantages and advantages mm. for each option mm -hmm. that we're talking about. And then the solution is which one do you choose? It's mm -hmm. actually All the things that we've been talking about before. And it's like my list method. It's like a basic list method. I know the German Powell method. You know, we have the problem. You have the Ursache, which is the cause of the problem, which you have the, the analysis, analyse, you know. Yeah. And then you have the uh, L, the Lösung, the solution. Okay. Which is a bit more condensed, but it's... I see here they're not even talking about the... Um, um, Was uh, the um, the cause the cause for the problem? Yeah, maybe it's in this situation. I don't know. Oh yeah, it, what is the problem? Where but but to understand from? why why is it a problem? I think cause you know that to, to to know the cause it's pretty pretty important. Yes, of course. If if you can name it, sometimes you yeah. just don't know. Sometimes the situation you say I don't know what caused it, um, but if you know the cause of it, and um, it's sometimes helpful or easier to come up with a solution. Yeah, that's true. See, this is already the whole topic. I'm just wondering. Um, well, there's one last point. Oh, what? Yeah. No, that's the one that uh, that just lists all the different kind of. Um, um, methods and, and things that they have on their site. Ah. You know, ADC of the Mind, Model UN, Debate Team, and those kinds of things. I don't have any examples for this. Well, the, the, the bullet point means encouraged to join problem-solving groups. We don't have problem-solving groups in Germany, not I, as I much. I can't think of any. No. But since they have been talking about problems as um, analogous or almost like projects, mm. then I'd say like many, many groups are problem-solving groups if they're working on a bigger project. Maybe. So. But debate team, Odyssey yeah. of the Mind, I haven't heard of that. Science Olympiad and others. Well, find out what where you actively solve problems in your, I guess, closer environment, in, yeah. in your school, uh, in, your, in your neighborhood, if, if there's any 
um, maybe even stuff like the Freiwillige Feuerwehr, which is a um, uh, fireman. Uh, what do you call them? Volunteer volunteers for, for fire department. Yeah, voluntary fire fire department. That's a pretty big thing in, in, in villages and small towns. You have to be a member of them to be a member of the town in a way. Um, but but they do a lot of problem solving, to be honest. But see, um, I, I think even you could even start at school if something comes up and you find it to be a problem. Like um, I I just know from our daughter that there are certain problems with certain areas of the um, that where they have recess. Mm. There are certain areas where only certain kids can play at a certain time mm -hmm. and they have to turn. They, they have their turns. Like mm -hmm. one time that class can go there and the other switch. time another mm -hmm. uh, group can go there. And I don't know. I, I just come, I keep hearing that certain problems keep coming up. Mm -hmm. And I'd say this would be like an example for something that your kid could start be, uh, getting involved with, mm -hmm. you know? Whenever you see a problem coming up again and again and again, that would be a perfect um, situation to come up with problem solving and to start your initiative. This is something where I think this is great anywhere, like at work, mm. in church, uh, in like your fine uh, mm. club, whatever, that people start being active mm. because there's so many people just being just complaining behind backs not, you know not this doing is a better about sport it. i mean this is kind of nice if if you can just uh, blaspheme and and talk badly about certain things yeah isn't it no but yeah it is it how oh, blasphemy is only against god no i don't think so yeah usually i think it's is, being used in, in different contexts no, as well not as far as i know but um i'm happy to be you know, educated. Okay. See, but <laughs> you like uh, laughing at me. Yes. So yes, a lot. A I lot. know. I <laughs> That's <do>. fun. <laughs> it's fun to me, you know. I'm happy if you laugh too. Less done. about me. Blasphemy is less done. So. Mm -hmm. In your face. <laughs> hmm. I don't know, honey. This is not a ni nice note to finish our, our episode. You would, we have to talk is. about something nice first. <laughs> <laughs> it is not even. Um, well, to conclude, there's something that uh, I have to mention to Aaron. Thank you for listening, as always. Um, and and we'll get to your topic. I need to has still to prepare a bit more um, points around the topic that you sent us. Thank you so much for sending us a topic. Yes, to be honest. Yes. And we'll get to that. And to and anybody else, <laughs> if you listen to us, yeah. send us topics. Yeah. Um, if you want to know like the deep dark secrets from Andre, <laughs> let us know. All two Just of them. Ask all the questions <laughs> that you want to have that you might have. Okay. Sure. He's happy to share them. Sure. We'll see yes. about that. Okay. But thanks for listening um, yeah. for tonight, and um, have, have a, a good, good night. Good night. Good evening. Good day. Whenever you listen to us. Yes. Okay. Night Bye. Night.